Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Kate Lennington. I'm Ellie Sadler. And you're listening to 889 The Bridge. How are you this morning, Ellie? I'm amazing. How are you this morning? Gra- I'm so good. I was about to call you Grace. That's your <laughs> sister. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. It's a, it's a constant curse. I I don't I just, I guess it's because we were just talking about yeah, Grace, yeah. but that's okay. And that's maybe a hint of what songs we're gonna play today. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. Um. Yeah, Kate. We just came back from spring break. Yes, we did. How was your spring break? My spring break was really good, actually. Um, me and my fam, me and my parents, because uh, I've been playing only child ever since my sister left for college. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to New York, and then we drove up um, to Boston, through Boston, um, through a couple other states, and we ended in Maine, and it was really nice. That's so fun. Was, yeah, was there, really like, fun. anything in particular you were doing, or was it just um, for fun? We did a decent amount of college tours, because my okay. parents started me off early. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, and we saw, we, we did a bunch of stuff. I In New York, I saw um, Six on Broadway, which was... Literally so good. If you have the opportunity to see that show, you definitely should take it. It was it was amazing. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Um, so what else did we do? I don't know. We did a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, fun. Oh, something you'll appreciate is yes. we uh, drove through Rhode Island and we went um, and we saw the Holiday House. <gasps> which for those Swifties Stop who it. for those of you who aren't Swifties, there's this song uh, called "The Last Great American Dynasty." Where Taylor Swift sings about this um, old like this uh, I'm like beach forgetting. house beach like, house that like, like she ended up buying, um, but the story of the one of the original owners and like her life story and it's co- and the house is called the Holiday House, and so there's a public beach um, next to this house basically. Mm-hmm. Up on a rocks and it's very there's lots of gates, but we drove to the public beach. We went on it. It was a really nice day, and we saw the house, and it was that's it was a great so Swifty cool. moment. That's so cool. That house is so pretty too. It is like oh my gosh. And the beach was oh my gosh. The day was just perfect for it. it there was no clouds in the sky. It was sunny. It was gorgeous. Oh, that's so amazing. I'm jealous. I'm a hundred percent jealous. Actually, I think I have a rock for you that I brought back from the beach. <gasps> you brought me a rock. I brought you a rock. Oh my god. I love you. That's amazing. I need amazing. to get it out of my bag. Thank yes. you so much. I'll give it to you after that this. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I feel like my sister, my sister's obsessed with rocks and like like stones and stuff. When, when Literally whenever we go somewhere where there's rocks or gravel or anything, she's like looking at the rocks and she always ends up with like her jean pocket filled <laughs> with rocks. And my parents are always like, Audrey, how are you going to get that home? Like you just added so much weight. And she's like, I'll find a way. Like it'll work. I I got I, I try to get rocks for um my friends who are very big Swifties. So it's like I love you. Thank you so much. How was your break? My break was really good. Um, I was in Southern California the whole time. Nice, I nice. my family and I go to a small city off of San Diego every year, and so we went there for the first half, and it was so fun. The weather was not great, but honestly, that was like. Mm-hmm kind of nice because we just got to like relax and chill and do whatever and i also didn't have to worry about getting sunburnt which was really nice yes that's always nice um but yeah it was outstanding and then for the last half of break i went to palm springs and met up with jenna martin who we will be hearing from later today um and we went to coachella together so fun so fun who was the best person you saw at coachella i don't know i really liked so i went to labyrinth set and Mm -hmm. he was outstanding um it was really cool i also really liked boy geniuses set Mm -hmm. um they were really cool i love their graphics were really impressive and then i loved um i watched charlie xcx Mm -hmm. And she, her dance moves were crazy. She had, like, she had a whole, like, the whole performance was choreographed dance. And, like, she had backup dancers. And it was, like, so, like, 
intense and so like it was just mesmerizing like it was like i couldn't take my eyes off of her it was so fun to watch that's awesome that sounds like it was such a good time and i'm sure like i mean you're a very big concert girl as we were discussing earlier yes (laughs) and so i'm sure it it was like really fun to get to see all these artists yeah it was it was really cool it was um it was a little stressful because yeah everyone so the way coachella works is like there's like how like 30 or something artists a day um and it's friday saturday sunday and um so there's obviously going to be performances happening at the same time or very close together um and so it was kind of stressful kind of like being like okay we have this concert here in this stage and then there's another concert right after that in this stage so we have to leave this concert early to make it to the next concert like it was a lot of planning but it was it it was cool. It was a little stressful, but it was yeah. fun to see, like, so many different people and so many different genres. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, every, like, basically, like, every celebrity who, like, lives in L.A. goes to Coachella. Yeah. And so, like, if, if you follow, like, any celebrities um, or influencers or whatever on Instagram, it's, like, everyone's been, like, posting it's about Coachella. It's crazy. It's insane to me. I saw... I didn't see that many celebrity celebrities but i saw a couple um like tiktokers yeah, <laughs> um okay do you know do you watch the show you on netflix i know what it is but i don't watch it okay i saw one of i saw the girl who plays love quinn on that show mm-hmm. um, is she the one who's like like married to the yeah okay she's yeah. the one who I gets who married is. with him and like it's yeah, kind of yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. um I saw her. I also saw Billy. You know Billie Eilish? Yes. Oh, okay. Obviously, you know Billie <laughs> Eilish. Sorry, that was a stupid question. Um, I saw her brother Phineas. Oh, cool, cool. It was really cool. I saw him and his girlfriend. I saw David Dobrik, who's a vlogger. Yes. Um, I saw Alex Earl. She's a really popular TikToker. I know who she is. Right. She goes to U Miami. You might. She goes to U Miami or University. No, that's the same thing. Yeah. Miami. U. I don't know. There's one in Ohio, and there's one in Florida. <laughs> she goes to the one in Florida, but I forget what that, what one's like. I think it's you, Miami. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. It was um, it was really weird to just see them, because it wasn't like they... At least when I saw the people, fam- like the famous people, it wasn't like they were separated. It yeah. was, they didn't have bodyguards. They weren't yeah. like being escorted somewhere. They were just like with their friends, walking yeah. around, and like... It was crazy. It, I mean, it was like I bet this. I bet that's like kind of nice for them. Yeah, because like, they don't have to like. Because there's so many people there that are kind of in the same situation as them, so it's not like, and like for the most part, nobody's gonna go up to them and be like, "Yeah, can I get a selfie?" Exactly. Like, I feel like in those situations, a lot of people are like, "Just let them do their thing." Exactly. Like, exactly. It it was crazy. Um, and it was um, it it was just so fun. Um, it was insane the amount of people that were there though yeah like it like there were like certain artists played at stages that were like too small for them Mm -hmm. so like the crowd was so much bigger than the stages and it was like so for the so blink 182 played yeah and they played at what's called the sahara stage and Mm -hmm. they the sahara stage is like kind of it's like a dome not really a dome but it's covered it has a cover on top of it and so like obviously only so many people can fit in it um but that was all filled up and then the 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 crowd was so big that it filled up the walkway to the side of it and the walkway was probably like 50 yards maybe a little less than that like it was it was a it was a big crowd it was really crazy um It, w- it was insane. It sounds like it, but it also sounds like you got a lot to, to see a lot of good music. So that's yeah, awesome. it was really fun. Um, speaking of Jenna Martin, who I mentioned earlier, who I went to Coachella with. Oh my god. We're going to hear from her right now because she is interviewing Sophie Cartwright, one of our staff members here at 88.9 The Bridge. Let's hear it, Jenna. Hey, 889, it's Jenna Martin, and I am here today with Sophie Cartwright for the KMIH Staff Spotlight. How are you today, Sophie? I am doing great today, Jenna. How are you? I'm doing great as well. To start things off, what is your position here at the station? I am the web director at KMIH. 
what would you say your job description is based on that? I would say that mostly means updating and maintaining the website, as well as working on some web projects and just our digital presence. So right now we're fixing our Wikipedia page and trying to update that and make it as accurate as possible. Have you had a favorite part of the web designing that you've done? We used to have blog posts and I really enjoyed writing those. And right now we're working on some merch shops. So it's been fun to just speak to people about that and speak to representatives and just learn about how everything works and that business aspect of radio. How long have you been a staff member here at KMIH? I have been a member here since I was a freshman, so three years now. Yeah, we never really got the formal radio, because you started freshman year as well. Yeah, I guess we started online, so it was interesting to do it through Zoom first and then get to actually come to the station last year and see what it's all about. Yeah, it didn't really feel like we were actually doing radio when we were on Zoom. Yeah, and sometimes I'll play back some of the things I made when I was a freshman over Zoom, recorded on my phone, of course. It's probably some of the worst possible things. Why did you decide to become a part of this radio station freshman year? I saw someone wearing the merch when I went to one of the curriculum fairs and you get to see all the classes and I saw the the merchandise that had been designed by Eden Voss and I really, really wanted one of the sweatshirts, but I was like, I should probably join radio if I get one of the sweatshirts because I really wanted one. So I joined it. I did end up getting a sweatshirt. I really like it. (laughs) I guess that's just how it went down. What motivates you to do your best work here at the station? I would say looking back and like I mentioned before, seeing all the things I've made in the past and seeing the growth and just how I can improve and make the best audio and now visuals too, we're adding a lot of that stuff. And yeah, just, I guess, making the best that I can do and seeing how that turns out, which is always really interesting. And last thing, do you have any fun big projects coming up that you would like to spotlight? I'd say the one that I just mentioned, the merch shop is the one we're working on right now. And there's a lot to come for radio. I'd say the 16-hour broadcast, too, is something I'm really excited for. And then our morning show, of course, Breakfast on the Bridge, Tuesdays at 7. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And as always, continue to listen to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Yay. Yay. I love I love that Sophie was so honest and she was like, I joined for the sweatshirt. <laughs> like that's why I'm in radio. Honestly, the sweatshirts are so are so are such a sleigh though. Honestly, so, like... that's so true. They're adorable. <laughs> they're so cute and they're like I always feel so happy when like I see someone wearing it. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's our station. station. Support. Exactly. It's so cute. Um now I want to pass it over to one of my favorite people in the station, Miss Sophie Hill. Sophie is here to do some sports for us. Sophie, what do you have for us today? Um, Starting off, the NBA playoffs round one began just yesterday, starting with the Kings beating the Warriors and the 79ers beating the Nets. Today, the Suns play the Clippers, Cavaliers play the Knicks, and the Celtics play the Hawks. The NBA... Sorry, the MLB regular season is also in action, and the Mariners are playing the Brewers today at 6.40 p.m. and again tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Yesterday, when these two teams matched up, the Brewers took the win 7-3, so let's hope for a better outcome today and tomorrow. Mercer Island sports are just as exciting. Girls Badminton today will play Foster at home at 4 p.m. Tonight, Girls Water Polo plays at home against Newport at 8 p.m. Also tonight, Boys Lacrosse plays against Eastside Catholic at 8 p.m. at home. Later this week, select members of our track team will be departing for the Invitational Oregon Relays, with races starting on Friday and going on till Saturday. Finally, Boys Soccer is playing Lake Washington at home on Thursday at 7.30 p.m. That's all I have to report today, but speaking of sports, our um, school has been blessed with an amazing athletic trainer named Joe. One of our KMIH staff members got the chance to chat with her, so let's hear what they have to say. Mercer Island athletes spend hours on the field, the court, and in the weight room, but there's one very important person behind the scenes who is keeping our athletes safe, healthy, and most importantly, happy. She's just always there. You can always go into her room and talk to her. She always has mints. She's just the best. She is awesome. She always helps when I'm hurt, and she's the best. They are talking about Joe Lessinger, who spends hours at the high school to keep our athletes in action. She stays out late, like 10 every night for our lacrosse practices. I asked Joe what inspires and motivates her to have this level of dedication, and here's what she said. 
So when I was in high school, I had a really bad injury and I didn't have an athletic trainer. So I was kind of on my own. And then I went to PT. I really liked my PT. I did a bunch of job shadowing with physical therapists, but I decided I didn't want to work in a clinic and I wanted to work with athletes. And so I got introduced to sports medicine and fell in love with athletic training. Joe has seen almost seven classes of alumni, and they all rave about her. Shane Scott played basketball at Mercer Island, graduated in 2017, and currently is an assistant coach for the basketball team. I call her JoJo Binks. She's a part of our family here at Mercer Island. As a player, it was super easy to connect with her because she just genuinely cared about you, and not only as an athlete, but also as a person. And she's one of the most sweet and kind people I've ever been around, just so easy to talk to. In any given day, Joe is in the training room or on the sidelines, making the environment a happier, funnier place. The environment's funny and like just you get a lot of other people's conversation and Joe's the best and funny, so I just hang out with Joe every day. So the next time you're cheering on any MI sport, make sure you know our athletes are healthy, happy, and safe, thanks to Joe Lessinger. This is Nick Mottone for KMIH889 The Bridge. I I love that Nick did a feature on Joe because yes. um literally anyone who does sports at this high school raves about Joe. Yeah. Um I after school every day I walk with my friend Bella to our parking lot like to the parking lot um and Bella has changed our route to walk by joe's office every day to say hi to her and like everyone just whenever they see joe she's just always so happy and so like willing to help and she's just a very um uh valued person yes. at our high school yeah although i'm an athlete at the school i actually have been lucky and not had any um like need to see knock on wood (laughs) in the sense of injury but um i've always heard great things about her and i know that like in a case that i need her she will be she will be there to help exactly i always always nice to know mm -hmm. there's always like there's some reason to go visit joe like (laughs) whether it's to see who's in the in the room with her whether it's like get a band-aid or get some ice or ask her about like something that's not even sports related like Ever like Joe is just Joe's just kind of like the mom. Like she just loves to like be helpful and is willing to like give her advice and stuff. It's yeah. it's really awesome to have her at our school. Yeah. Um, Kate, I have a question for you. Yes. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We were talking about her earlier. Yes. Holiday House. We yes. love to hear it. What is your favorite? No, I'm not going to ask you what your yeah, favorite I can't is because favorite I don't. I was uh, no, I know. I was like, that's going to be way too hard. Um, what is your um, what music video sticks out to you the most? Like, mm-hmm. if I say name a Taylor Swift music video, what pops into your head? A couple things just popped into my head. Look what you made me do popped into my okay, head. Yes, you need to calm down. Popped into my head. Yes, and you belong with me. Just popped into my head. Okay, yes, I support all of those <laughs> and I love all of those. Um, the look what you made me do music video is like I think that's one of her most viral yeah, music and, videos. Yeah, like, and iconic because nobody had heard Taylor Swift had like like basically like disappeared off the face of the earth for yeah. like. For it like was a crazy. couple years, right? And then, like out of nowhere, no warning, she drops. Look what you made me no, do. No, I know. And I... it like shook the internet. No, it was crazy. I remember, I vividly remember going on Instagram one day and everyone being like, "Taylor Swift's on Instagram." Like Taylor Swift's back. She's coming back. There's new music. And like I go to her account and there's just three videos, so it like lines up and yeah. it's a snake, snake and it's slithering. Yeah. And I was like, oh my something's happening this is gonna be so excited i got so excited it was just taylor swift taylor swift's a genius yeah i just that i don't know that video is just so like iconic that it's just i just i am just picturing her in the bathtub filled with diamonds or like her her at the top of the thing like with a phone and it's Mm -hmm. like the old taylor can't come to the phone right now why oh Oh, because she's she's dead. dead Oh, look what you did. Like, I, that song is so hype. Like, I love listening to that song yeah. literally when you need to get, like, a, like, 
you need to get your energy up. You just gotta like listen mm-hmm. to that song. Like it makes me feel so confident. I'm yeah. like, yeah, like you're like, yes, you, yeah. look what you made me do. Yeah. Like, just Taylor Swift has a way of invoking emotions that yeah, like no one else like, can. <laughs> She's she, insane. She is the music industry. Honestly, she does. She, I, oh, she kind of is. Like. <laughs> She is dominating so many things, and if she's not dominating them, there's songs about her yeah. in the station, in the places that are dominating, like... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, just... Taylor Swift is just... She blows my mind. Yeah, I just don't... Like, sometimes do you ever think about the fact that, like, she wrote her first album when she was, like, my age? Yes. And it really like, bothers me because I always, I always feel like, okay, so like, when am I gonna like, like do something? She wrote big? our song when she was in, uh, when she was a freshman. She wrote fifteen when she was a freshman. Like, <laughs> of course, like, of course. Like, Mind you, I'm going on junior year. It's about to be a senior, and I haven't done anything special. That's okay. It's fun. Uh, it's fine. Did Taylor Swift even graduate high school? I'm pretty sure she like had already gotten famous at that point. Yeah. Wait, that's such a good question. I think. I think she graduated technically. Yeah, I feel like she graduated, like, off-site. But not really off-site. But, like, she did, like, her classes online or something. Yeah, I don't know. Or is... Who knows? (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. It clearly didn't didn't matter. She's a doctor now. It doesn't Uh, matter. Uh, Oh, did you ever see... This is, like, a really deep YouTube thing that me and my sister once found. Okay. And so, right when Taylor Swift got really famous, right... She didn't get to go to her own prom. Yes, yes. Right? And so there was this weird, like, radio competition that Mm -hmm. happened at this, like, high school, at this one specific high school. Yes. And it was, like, you don't know who it is, but it's a celebrity, um, it's a a female celebrity, like, musician. Yeah. And, um, and it had all these boys who basically, like, made videos to try and, like, like, they didn't know who it was to try and, like, get a date with. Yeah, this person who was ended up being Taylor Swift to their da- to their prom dance, and there was this one guy, and he was like, "I don't care who you are, just please, please be Taylor Swift." That's, and then like yeah. she chose him to go to prom with, and there's all these prom photos of her at this random prom with this with this like guy who won this radio competition. Those those photos like pop up on my Instagram or TikTok page like uh, every couple of weeks, and like they always, I'm always just like, oh, like Taylor Swift did go to prom. But and it, it was a radio, <laughs> was a radio competition. But like, good for you. It's like, and it's like so, like, just not what I think of Taylor Swift to be like. like no, but like, I also think her in high school. I, don't I know. feel like her in high school would be crazy. I feel like I she's think she like. Was. I feel like she was like I maybe a little a bit little, of a menace. I think she was. I don't think a little bit. Of, I think she just was a menace. Like she wrote countless songs, name dropping. Like no, I know she was like unfiltered when she was writing her songs. She was which, like, I kinda Have you love. ever seen those unhinged videos of her talking about Joe Jonas? Because those yes. are so funny. Oh my gosh, the SNL during her SNL yeah. monologue where I she's like. The, like if you like it's I just, would look oh up um Taylor Swift's monologue song and like it like it's so funny it's and then so it's like and, oh there's this one video where like there's a um Taylor Swift Barbie doll and a Joe Jonas Barbie doll and yes. it's like this and then it's like and she holds She's up the like, Joe Jonas Barbie doll and like look he has a phone so so he can so break he, up with her o- over the phone too and then like she takes her doll and it's like stay away from him stay away <laughs> She's on her and it's so funny Taylor Swift during her Speak Now era is just like... No, seriously. You know what, Kate? I'm feeling a little hungry. Yeah, me too. Um, But I'm kind of in the mood for a burger. Yeah. Like, I feel like that just can't be kind of good. I could go for a burger at 7.27 in the morning. Right? Like, sometimes you just have weird cravings. Yeah. And you know who has some of those cravings? Annabelle Haggerty. One of our staff members here at 88.9 The Bridge, she is asking people what their favorite burger is and what they like on it. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is a series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week, I was craving a good burger, and I wanted to hear what my classmates recommended. So, I asked them what restaurant makes the best burgers and what toppings they like to get on them. Let's hear what they had to say. Um, I like Burger Master, and I get ketchup, mustard, lettuce, tomato, and onion. 
The best burger is from Dick's Burgers, and I just get a plain cheeseburger, and it's so good. I don't like burgers. I think the best burger is probably the Five Guys hamburger. I usually would get it with lettuce, tomato, and some ketchup. This might be controversial, but I've been craving haps recently. So the haps, double burger, hap sauce, bacon, the crispy onions that you get on that, and lettuce and cheese. And then you get their Cajun fries, and then you get in vanilla shake with the Oreo crumble in it, and you dip your fries in the shake. I'm going to say the best burger is just a normal patty, and then I like lettuce, tomato, and avocado with um, cheese as well. I like when my dad makes hamburgers, not when I get them from a restaurant. My favorite burger is probably from In-N-Out, and I like uh, my cheeseburger with cheese, lettuce, and tomato. An In-N-Out cheeseburger with everything on it. Either Lunchbox Laboratory or Shake Shack. They both have pretty good burgers and shakes. Honestly, I like a simple burger. Just like sometimes I like mushrooms on them and lettuce, cheese, basic stuff. Okay, so I don't normally order a burger at a restaurant, but if I'm really hungry and I'm craving junk food, I think the best place to go and get a burger is McDonald's. I mean, I've got to go with the McDonald's cheeseburger, double cheeseburger in my opinion. I just think that the flavor of that meat patty is just unmatched anywhere else. The best burger ever is from McDonald's. It's the Big Mac, and I like to ask for extra pickles. The best burger is the Shake Shack burger, and I just get like a plain cheeseburger. And like sometimes I like to like dip it in my milkshake. That makes it really good. The Shake Shack Shack burger, double, is really, 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 really good. And especially if you get some fries and a chocolate shake. Well, I'm a little biased because I'm one of the few people you might know that has a hamburger named after me. The Downtown Joe Burger at the Mustard Seed Grill in Newport Hills in Bellevue has a half pound of Angus ground beef, ham, bacon, cheddar cheese, Swiss cheese, and just about anything else you want on it. Oh, and a fried egg. Try the Downtown Joe Burger. It's pretty good. I'm vegetarian, so I can't eat burgers, but there's this one place called Veganburg in San Francisco, and I swear to God, I would kill for one of those burgers. They're so good. I love them. I would have to go with an In-N-Out cheeseburger with grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, cheddar cheese, ketchup, and the In-N-Out special sauce. Obviously accompanied by some fries and a chocolate shake. Unfortunately, they don't have In-N-Out in Washington, so the second best thing is a good old Dick's cheeseburger. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure to keep on listening to Breakfast on the Bridge. What's your favorite type of burger? Um, I don't know. My dad makes a really good burger. Um, I'm, like... I so I don't like burgers that are like really like thick. Yeah. Like I like I, well I don't like them really thin either. Like a McDonald's burger is kind of too thin for me. But yeah. um well, like the regular burger, not the quarter pounder yeah. or whatever. Um but like just my dad has like perfected like the perfect like mm-hmm. thickness of burger and like he always gets like the best cheese and the best like breading on it. Like yeah. it's unmatched. Yeah. My dad makes a good burger, but if I'm going to go, like, um, to a restaurant for a burger, yeah, I'm probably, like, when I'm around here, I love a, di- a good Dick's Burger with a milkshake. True. Those are good. Those are so um, good. But, you know, on the rare occasion I'm in California, I got to go with a, um In-N-Out burger. Yes. But I'm one of those people who's uh, who just, like, who who's a burger purist who doesn't like putting, like, things on it. Okay, like, same. Like, I'm, like, burger cheese bun. Burger cheese bun and ketchup. Uh, yeah. I, I don't put ketchup on it. I dip it. Oh, that's interesting. I put it on it, and then sometimes I will also dip it. Like, if Okay, it yeah. I do that extra. sometimes. I do that sometimes. But I, I am glad I found you. Because like, so many people are always like, are you, like, do you want anything else on your burger? And I'm like, no. Like, I like it like Or, that. like, I, I always hate when, I ha- when I'm ordering a burger at a restaurant. I'm like, can I get a plain cheeseburger? <laughs> can I get a plain cheeseburger? Like, or, or, like, or like sometimes you're like, can I get it without the lettuce, tomatoes, onions? And you like, just, like, name everything. And they're, like, so that. plain. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. But, so, like, sometimes when I say, like, plain, I'm afraid they're going to take the cheese off. And I no, want exactly. Be- <laughs> like, that happened to me one time. I was like, oh, no, I actually better wanted the cheese. <laughs> like, I, I, the... 
the, being a picky cheeseburger eater is yeah. kind of hard. Like, I'm a generally, like, I'll eat pretty much anything, but, like, I don't like a lot of things on my burger. I just... I, I agree. I, like, I'm... Texture is a really big yeah. thing for me when I'm eating, and I just... I just can't handle it. Yeah. Like, some... Very rarely can I handle, like, some shredded lettuce on it, but... Yeah. Other than that, no. Like well, tomatoes. Like, like I can handle that on like a chicken sandwich, but there's something no, about the exactly. like and something about the like red meat, I think, is really I agree. what it is. I agree. Um it's crazy. Okay, and next up we're gonna um next up, be playing we're gonna be an playing amazing song. An amazing song by the one and only Miss Doctor Taylor Swift. Um here is State yeah. of Grace, Taylor's version. Love is a ruthless game Unless you play it good and right All right, Kate. Yes? We have some people with us. I see that. Hello, and welcome to Breakfast on the Bridge. So here we have Libby and Mr. Harnish when they are going to be talking about Island Space. Island Space is a new campaign that is happening with the um, Mercer Island Healthy uh, Healthy Youth Initiative and the Mercer Island Youth and Family Services, and they partnered with the MIHS Safe Club to create this campaign. So, hello, Libby. Hello, Mr. Harnish. How Thank are you? Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're good. good yeah, awesome. We're up, we're up and at him today. Yes, we're <laughs> ready to start the day. So I just want to quickly have one of you explain what the Island Space campaign is, why we're doing this. Well, you know, uh, the good news is that most Mercer, the good news is most Mercer Island students don't use alcohol or other drugs. Mm-hmm. But when we look at the data. Unfortunately, students that do choose to use tend to use harder. They tend to binge Mm -hmm. drink, four or more drinks in a row, drinking to get drunk. And as we dug into the data a little deeper, we found one of the reasons, a couple of the reasons behind that substance use behavior is uh, pressure to succeed and people not having uh, effective coping strategies or skills. And so they're using drugs or alcohol as a way to cope. So really this campaign is trying to raise awareness about what are some of the short and long-term consequences related to substance use, but more importantly, what are some skills, some strategies, or some techniques that people can use to help uh, deal with those situations in a healthy way. Awesome. And you have an event coming up at lunch um, for this. Libby, do you want to explain what this event is? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So on this Wednesday, we have the Lunch Jam. There'll be music and giveaways and food. And so that's kind of like the big buildup for this Island Space campaign because the past few weeks we've had rounds of posters and messaging around the halls of the high school just to encourage peer-to-peer conversation um, about our space and stress and what are your definitions of success. So um, like I said, this Wednesday we'll have our Lunch Jam um, and it's going to be really fun. It's going to kind of promote the launch of the Island Space website, which will be a great tool for students um, and everyone alike to have tools that we have. I mean, we have lots of resources on the island for mental health and coping mechanisms, um, and it's a great community. And so this website will kind of connect all of those and put them all in one place um, and also allow space for students to share their experiences and how they've coped with stress. Um, so everyone else can look at it. Perfect. I'm so excited to see how this plays out. I think this is a really good idea, and I think that it's really going to help some of the students here at Mercer Island High School. Um, but is there a place we can find the uh, website once it launches? So it'll be rolled out tomorrow. you got to come to the lunch jam, both first and second lunch. We're going to have a DJ. We're going to have food. We're going to mm-hmm. have swag. We're going to have other giveaways. And the, the launch will happen during lunch tomorrow so i don't want to give anything away okay but tomorrow during lunch the the website will go live and you guys can check it out perfect so if you're listening right now and you're a student at marks around high school make sure to show up to the launch uh the island space launch at lunch and we can all learn about the website together and learn about this amazing campaign and hopefully help some of our students who are maybe feeling a little bit of pressure um, is there any other resources that you guys would like to share or want to highlight or ways we can get involved if we aren't able to make it to the campaign? Yeah, of course. So um, the Safe Club is a club here at the high school that's kind of like MIYFS is our kind of parent organization. 
Um, we meet every other Thursday during first or second lunch, depending on what you have. Um, and it's really, it's a great space for students to come together, talk and have conversations about stress and coping mechanisms and how can we make this space um, more enjoyable and, and uh, just a happier, healthier environment. Um, we run campaigns throughout the year. We ran the Donut Drink and Drive, if anyone's listening remembers that and got a free Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> yes. um, definitely one of our best ones. But just raising awareness about the long-term and short-term effects of drug and alcohol use and you know your levels of success. So if you are interested, you can contact me, Libby Myers, or at the Lunch Jam we'll have QR codes that you can sign up um, for our club and you can decide to come or not come. It's totally up to you. Perfect. Thank That's you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. We always uh, like to partner with uh, KMIHS, and uh, we really uh, look forward to the future with you guys. Yeah. You guys have been real supportive of our programming. Yeah, for sure. You guys are doing great things, and we're excited to watch you become successful and help this campaign roll out. Um, now I want to pass it over to Miles, our news director, and he has a quick little feature about media bias. In modern America, political polarization is alive, and it's stronger than ever. Today, nearly two-thirds of Americans say that the political climate stops them from saying what they truly think, and more than a third of people would be displeased if their child married someone from the opposite party. Many believe that the blame for this polarization falls primarily at the feet of mainstream media outlets for providing their users with a twisted version of the truth that only reaffirms their users' biases. One news website called AllSides.com seeks to fight back against political polarization by exposing media bias and revealing the tactics they use to divide us. I had the chance to speak with Henry Brechter, the head editor of AllSides, to find out how exactly bias shows up in the media. You know, obviously headlines and, and photos and things that are right in your face are more obvious examples of bias, but bias shows up in a, a lot in what they don't say. What facts or viewpoints on an issue do news sources seem to selectively omit, maybe to suit an agenda, or maybe because they're in their own bubble and they don't even know about that, you know, alternate viewpoint or relevant fact that they missed. Another subtle way can be when a source, instead of linking to the video of whatever they're talking about, or linking to the PDF document of the you know proposal from whatever politician if they don't give you the link and they instead just sort of paraphrase or don't use direct quotes and sort of seem to subjectively analyze themselves what happened as opposed to just giving you the primary source material so you can review and make your own decision or even stacking several views against another in an article a journalist might get both sides of an issue in an article but they might write it in such a way where they have one person who supports an issue, giving a big long quote, followed by someone who opposes the issue. But then right after the opposition, there's another quote from someone who supports the issue. So you just get that sort of sandwich effect, two supporters, one opposed, and even something subtle, seemingly small, can have a big effect on the reader's takeaway. Where do you see the future of political media going in this country? Like, Do you think these problems will get worse or improve? I think more and more media are becoming aware of the issue, especially in terms of trust. We've seen trust in the media among the public crater. That becomes a problem for media business. A lot of media outlets, newspapers, whatever it was, were already struggling. Now, if no one trusts them, they're going to be struggling even more. So I do think there's been sort of a shift to being aware of this bias and to actively trying to present a more neutral or nonpartisan or balanced product. So that's promising. We've seen evidence of that at all sides, actually, where now companies are paying us to help them uh, understand their bias more, understand how their audience sees their content. And that is another powerful sign of a real industry shift and growing awareness. Thank you to Henry Brechter for taking the time to share this insight with us. To hear the full interview, you can go to the KMIH website and listen to the MI Insider podcast. I'm Miles Alvarez, reporting for 88.9 The Bridge. And for some more news, we're going to put it over to Elise McDonald. Starting off nationally, today is tax day. Woo! 
this means it's the last official day to file your federal and state income tax returns for 2022. The good news is that since the pandemic, tax filing season has got a lot smoother year by year. But for those who do not file taxes, like myself, today is National Animal Crackers Day, so instead of filing taxes, I'm going to pop open a nice box of animal crackers to celebrate. Moving on to international news, the east wing of an inpatient department of a hospital in China's capital city, Beijing, has been struck by a fire, killing at least 21 people and injuring over 70. Thankfully, 71 were evacuated and transferred to another hospital. Leading to our local news, for Earth Month this year, the Mercer Island School District is working with Ridwell to collect and recycle plastic film for Mercer Island families to heighten, aware- to heighten awareness that plastic film can't simply just be recycled in your recycling bin, but needs to be collected and specially recycled. Last year, over 435 pounds of plastic film were collected in just one week from all six schools. Check out mercerislandschools.org for more information on how to participate. Now that's not all for news. I'm now going to pass it over to Sophia to tell us the STEM news for the day. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM news you can use. The largest rocket ever built is set to launch later this week. Named Starship, SpaceX's rocket is 400 feet tall, made of stainless steel and uses methane fuel. These materials are unconventional but cheap choices. SpaceX's goal is for Starship to be an efficient way to bring payloads into space, and they hope that eventually their rocket can be used every 6 to 8 hours. Should you drain your swimming pool? Swimming pools, indoor fountains, and flower gardens are big factors in our increasingly dire water crisis. Climate change and population growth are usually thought to be the biggest factors in affecting our shrinking water supply. However, a study in the journal Nature Sustainability highlighted how for those who can afford water, wasting it can be just as influential in contributing to the water crisis. One study showed that in Cape Town, South Africa, wealthy residents used 12 times more water than those with lower incomes. Could global warming increase your chances of seeing more home runs at the ballpark? The answer is actually yes. Climate change has caused increasingly warm temperatures, and warmer air is less dense than cold air. Because there is more space between the air molecules, a baseball is going to encounter less air resistance and fly farther. So if you're in the baseball stands this season, look out for more launches into the outfield. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Awesome. Thank you so much, Elise, for that amazing news segment. Yes. Um, Okay. I am so excited. I know we said that... um, We said that we were hungry for burgers earlier. But I I actually don't want a burger anymore. I want a nice grilled cheese. Where's your favorite place to get a grilled cheese? Kate? Um, I, I don't know where you would get grilled cheese. <laughs> do you like to make it at home? Do you, or are you just not a grilled cheese eater? I, I, I'll, I'll make my grilled cheeses at home, yeah. Um, I definitely would say I, I make my grilled cheeses at home if I'm going to have a grilled cheese. Okay. I, where where do you get your grilled cheeses? I, okay, I, I make my grilled cheeses at home. However, if I have the opportunity... I go to a restaurant on our island called Pagacha. They have one of the best grilled cheeses ever. It's The bread is outstanding. It tastes so yummy, and I really recommend eating it if you can. But if you can't... I'd love to hear some more about this restaurant. Would you really? Yes, I would. Well, lucky for you, we have a feature about this restaurant. Maddie Thompson, one of the seniors on our station, did a quick little feature about... Pagacha. So let's learn more about it, Kate. Yeah. Growing up on Mercer Island, I have watched different businesses come and go. To understand what it takes to successfully run a small business on the island, I met with the staff of Pagacha Restaurant and Bar. Originally opened in downtown Bellevue, Pagacha is an Italian-Croatian fusion restaurant. Here's what manager Alex Lemmy had to say about the pros and cons of working on MI. I think Mercer Island is a really interesting place to work because, especially at a restaurant, the customer base here is so loyal and they they really want to see businesses succeed. Um, One thing that's a little harder is getting people from off the island to come to the island. It's kind of an unknown destination. People don't really know much about it. But with over a year of experience working on the island, I think... What I've learned most is if you treat people good, they're going to treat you good. 
worst thing working here? I mean, how do you control a high school student? Please, Maddie's <laughs> teacher, please come and tell me how. <laughs> Additionally, I had the opportunity to chat with head chef Victor. Here's what he had to say about what makes Pagacha such a fun place to work. Things that I really like about um, working here at Pogacha Mercer Island is actually working with people, the great people that I work with. And finally, I asked both Alex and Victor for their favorite thing on the menu. Dobar chicken, baby! My favorite thing on the menu. I love seafood, so I will go with fish and chips. Mercer Island is a very competitive environment for small businesses, so make sure to support places like Pogacha that make MI so unique. This has been Maddie Thompson with KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. On the topic of Mercer Island restaurants, yes, at, Kate? at another great restaurant, there is an event happening tomorrow for the school district really? on April 19th at Vivian's Bistro, Dine Out for Schools. Oh my gosh. What um, does this mean? Basically means that if you go um, to get a meal at Vivian's Bistro tomorrow, if you mention that you are there to support Mercer Island Schools, um, you will twenty percent of the profits that from your meal will go to the Mercer Island Schools Foundation, and so you can help. Um, it, it's a fun way to help donate to our schools and help with our funding. How fun! I that's actually really exciting. I love. Vivian's Bistro, they have really good food. Um, I will more than likely be taking my parents there. <laughs> Actually, my parents probably will be taking me. I'm not going to pay for the meal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, maybe I'll drive us over there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. physically take us over there. Take there, they can pay for it. Exactly, you know. exactly. Um, but yeah, that's so exciting. I love um, I I love when our school like partners with uh, restaurants yeah. and there's like buy here and like say you're with the school and like i feel like it's like a really good way for both the restaurant to get um an influx of customers and maybe get some new customers that they who wouldn't have gone there otherwise and it's also a good way for like the school to get some funding and to like partner with the community so i feel like all good things all good things yes i agree and another thing that i want to talk about that is not related to mercer island at all but is related to spring break and traveling, which we were Ooh. talking about earlier. Yes. Here is Sophie Cartwright, who we heard about earlier, talking about travel destination Washington, D.C. Do you love history and culture and want to find a place where you can learn all about it? You should consider visiting Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States, is located in between Maryland and Virginia and is mostly known for hosting the White House as well as various museums. While you're there, you might want to visit the National Museum of African American Culture and History, the National Museum of Asian Art, the Smithsonian American Art Museum, or the National Museum of Natural History. The best amount of time to spend in D.C. is about five days, which should be enough to visit the many sites and experiences. While Washington, D.C. may seem small at times, it holds a population of about 5.4 million people with an average age of 34. If you want to learn about culture and history and perhaps not travel too far from home, Washington, D.C. remains the perfect place to visit. This has been Sophie with the Travel Destination of the Week, and you're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Have you ever been to Washington, D.C., Ellie? I have been to Washington, D.C. Have you, Kate? I have when I was like um like six years old, so I don't really remember going. But okay, that's I okay. Been. I went um this past summer. Nice, nice. Maybe it was in the summer, but this past either spring or summer. Um, because my dad's friend from college was I don't retire no, I don't I don't know the correct term, something but he was, was something was I he was being like he was being honored or maybe he was retiring from the army. Oh, okay. um, he he was he's like a he's a heart surgeon, I believe. Oh, for um, the, like, and he's like um a military doctor. Yeah, he's a military doctor, and he was either being honored or he was retiring. I feel really bad that I don't know. Um, but he was being honored at Walter Reed, which is a mm -hmm. hospital, the like medical hospital in oh. D.C. 
um it's like the president goes there and stuff it's like it was really cool we walked in and there was like like a bunch of like like um shrines it wasn't really shrines but i like it felt like a shrine to me but it was like a bunch of memorabilia and like pictures of like the like past presidents who have like stayed there and like been there and it was kind of interesting um but dc is really pretty yeah i've heard really good things about dc and i remember it like fondly um the, the vague memories that I have. I'm also pretty sure there was a school trip that went there yeah. this last spring break. Mm-hmm. That looked pretty fun. Yeah, it looked super fun. It was, like, I feel like DC is a really great place to... Actually, I was going to finish my sentence, but it, something just popped into my mind that I want to say more. <laughs> um, a lot of Marvel movies take place in yeah. Washington, DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Washington, DC, or New York. Like, yeah. Like, if you lived in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the best place to live in the United States would be like on, on like, in, in like either the Midwest or like the or like the PNW because yeah. like none oh of these God. big they like, like crazy events happen there. <laughs> but like San Francisco, Ant Man's there, so like a little bit stuff yeah. happens in California, but not that big. But then like if you're in New York, it's like oh like you're gonna get attacked going, by aliens like are every other every year. Day. Like, like it's, it's it's crazy and like. I just, I, I'm just picturing the scene of, um, Sam and, um, Captain America, question mark? Are we talking about Bucky Barnes? Who are we talking about? I'm talking, Sam? Captain America? What's Captain America's real name? Uh, why am I? Steve Rogers. Steve, thank you. I was like, what is happening to <laughs> I know, right I was, No, I honestly kind of forgot for a second, too. I was like. But, uh, no, exactly. Like, I was like, oh. Anyways, but there's like, a scene where they're, like, running around. Yes, like, I was going to say that. Monument, like, I was like, oh. Like, I always picture that when I'm in D.C. I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, I'm where they were. That's really cool. And Captain America's, like, on your left. On on your left. And he's, like, passing Sam. And he's just, like, and Sam's having, like, a why he passing No, exactly. It's, I, I forget. I think that, was that movie Civil War? Uh, yeah. I want to say it was. I think it was Civil War. But it's. Yeah hilarious i love it so much the marvel movies are very entertaining yeah although i will say marvel i actually haven't watched a lot of the recent ones but like i've heard like it's kind of having a downfall right now i i could be wrong though so i will say that i haven't seen all of them either but the ones i have seen have been fine they've been good i don't know but i have avoided some of the ones that i wasn't really interested in but yeah, 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 I'm sure. hoping they'll have a turnaround because they're creating a new, um, like, phase, I think is what they call it. There's a new yeah. phase where, like, there's a new group of superheroes. Yeah, I've heard about this, too. So, and so be- like, I don't think it will be as good as, like, the original, yeah. like, group. But I'm excited to see it because it's going to be, yeah. like, Bucky Barnes and, yeah, it'll um, be and sure. like... Florence Pugh is going to be in it. Yay! I love her. I love her. Florence Pugh is one of my favorite yes. actresses. Like, she's outstanding. And on that positive note, I think it our time has come to sadly end Breakfast on the Bridge. You're listening to 89 The Bridge, KMIH, Mercer Island. I'm Kate Lennington. I'm Ellie Sadler. And we've had a great time talking to you guys yes. today. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge.